Hey guys, thanks for watching Ike Live. It's brought to you by Mystery Tackle Box. Please check them out. They've got a great product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you use the coupon code Ike Live, you get 50% off Sweet. your first pro box. That's $12.50 <laughs> for a almost $50 value of baits in this box. How's everybody doing tonight? Welcome to Ike Live. I hope you're having a terrific stupendous Thursday night. I know I am. My co-host joining me tonight, we're actually going to have a rotating co-host, but my co-host joining me tonight, you know him, the one, the only, Dave Brodzik, a.k.a. Stormtrooper, a.k.a. Fathead. How you doing tonight, Dave? All right, all right. Thank you. Good to Thank see you. you. Good to see you. Of course, Pete calls out sick, and then I get the rotating seat. God forbid I sit in the seat the whole time. I've only been here three years. That's all right. That's okay. You've got a good spot, Dave. You're, you're an integral part of the show, but you are not the <laughs> crust of the show. That's Pete Glusick. Yeah, yeah. If uh, very, our very own Pete Glusick's watching at home right now, happy birthday, Pete. Happy Pete birthday. Pete turned 50 the yeah. other day, the big 5 Peter. Pete, we miss you. We're going to see you at the Ike Foundation event this weekend. We may also have him on Skype a little later. Doesn't look a day over 57.3. He doesn't. And he was at the original Woodstock concert, by the way. Uh, real quick, we want to do some housekeeping, and we want to thank our sponsors of this amazing podcast. We want to start with Mystery Tackle Box, the presenting sponsor of Ike Live. It is like Christmas in a box to your doorstep every month. An amazing product. Go to mysterytacklebox.com. If you type in the promo code IKELIVE, you get 50% off your first box. Stupendous deal. We're also brought to you by Flambo Tackle Storage Systems. You got a lot of tackle. I know you do. You got to store it somewhere. Store it in Flambo. They've got the Z Rust, which will help keep your baits rust free. Dave, who, who else? Oh, wait, that's not Dave. Oh. Delicious, scrumptious, mouth watering when medium rare. No, not steak. But liquid mayhem. Use the promo code IKELIVE25 to get 25% off everything on the website. The set works. Buy it. Use it. Scents include Brian's favorite, Stinky Shad, Garlic Minnow, Craw, Garlic Craw, and Leech. Pete uses Leech to lubricate his knot. <laughs> Mike used it in the classic to get some big old postponed gorditas. <laughs> Check out their apparel. Cue up images on Mayhem website, Brian. <laughs> Hudley Crockett out Wow Hudley Crockett there Also brought to you by TH Marine The makers of millions Of amazing products For your boat And I'm talking Biggie Small Yacht Bass Boat Kayak And everything in between TH Marine uh, We're also brought to you by The Bass University uh, Bass University is going to iCast this year. We're going to be broadcasting live. Go to butv.com. Check it out. We've got 10 free days with Bass the TV. Bass U TV. Bass U TV. Bass U. Whatever. <laughs> Type in try BU uh, for a 10 day free trial. Uh, wait a minute. There's another one here. Wait. Who's we this? will now talk about the hobby kayaks. Petal driven. Fast. Affordable and stable, so as not to tip you into the water. <laughs> this year, the Ike Foundation will have a kayak event sponsored by the Hobby with an all-inclusive paid trip to the championship, which is a secret. No one here knows where. Secret. Hobby will pay for the winner. That's like 
Nobody fishing this. Time is still available to register. <laughs> Be there. You can fish it out of a canoe. A kayak. <laughs> or inflatable. Thank you. <laughs> wow. Stormtrooper. Thank you for that quick cameo uh, on Hobie Kayaks. We're also brought to you by Real Snot. Listen, if you want to improve your casting distance and kill memory, try this stuff. Real Snot, it works. You're going to be making longer cast. Uh, also brought to you by Vision Wheels, the maker of amazing rims and wheels. In fact, we've got a few on display right here, Brian the Carpenter, as our little side table. Pretty awesome. Check it out, visionwheel.com. And wait a minute, I think I think we've got one left. Stormtrooper, are you still here? What I am most excited to discuss <laughs> is Tackle Warehouse. I've been shopping there for years, and soon, very very soon, they will have trade sardines, pink rods, technique specific. <laughs> wow! Stock. Thank you, Becky. You are special. Order enough, and it's free shipping. Don't be cheap. I myself had a $300 purchase recently and got this free shirt <laughs> that seven of ten angles will be wearing at the Bayon on Saturday. <laughs> it actually reminds yeah. me of when I lived in Casper, Wyoming when I was young. At the base of Casper Mountain, there was one Kmart we all shot from. And me, the other white kids, and the Native Americans all wore three-quarter cut sleeves. White shirt, red, yellow, and green was the difference. That's it. One came up, all the same clothes we wore. There'll be no different with this shirt because it's the only one they gave for free for expensive orders. But it's nice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Stormtrooper. Yes. Thank you. TackleBearHouse.com. All your needs. Big and small. There you have it. Listen to me. Thank you for tuning in tonight. It's going to be an amazing show. Chris, Trace Aldane, Pat Renwick, and other select guests. Hang in there with us when we come back. A brand new Ike Live. Come on. Let's go. Warning. The following live webcast might contain content that some people find crude, vulgar, or objectionable. When watching this program... Please make sure the room is well lit and do not sit too close to the screen. If you're uptight, easily offended, or lacking a sense of humor, please stop watching right now and leave the internet. Now it's time for Bike Live. this foolishness how many dreams can you shape in a minute an hour the kind of clean you like best lost three of my teeth too all right so you lost next time you win steamy hot hearty delicious invigorating
folks at home, folks at home, how you doing tonight? Welcome to a brand new episode of Ike Live. We appreciate you so much for tuning in tonight, this glorious Thursday night. I mentioned it on the pre-show, we have a rotating co-host tonight, sitting to my right, the very beautiful Miss Rebecca. How you doing tonight, Beck? Hi there. Hi there. Hi, everybody. Good to see you. I got to tell you, it's been a long time since you were in that chair. I know. It's good to have you back as the co-host. And we miss Pete. We miss Pete. But it's lovely to have you here as the co-host. Thank you. I've missed a handful of shows. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about... People assume that you're just maybe dilly-dallying around, but you're... Dude, you work harder than anybody I know. Well, that's not true. Well, what do you what do you do when you were missing some some of the past shows? What were you doing? Well, we've had a lot of things going on. Okay. And uh, I'm a I'm a mom. That's true. That's true. You are a mom. I have those little people I have to keep alive. That's true. Sure. Well, we're going to have a great show tonight, Becky. Let's introduce the rest of the room because we have lots of special guests. Yeah, but tonight. you didn't ask me my question. Oh, yet. what's your question? What's my question? What's always my question? Oh. Who are you wearing tonight? Thank you. (laughs) I'm wearing Anthropology and Nordstrom. Thank you very much. Oh, Anthropology and Nordstrom. Shout out to Nordstrom. Make them some more money. Uh, We've got... Do I get a discount? (laughs) Let's get sponsored by Nordstrom. Maybe we, we should. We would get more female viewers. Get Jared on that. He'll do a really bad job of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's continue with the room. And on the casting couch tonight, I'm so excited to have these two guys in the house. You know them. We've had them on the show many a times before. Chris and Trey Zaldane join us live tonight. How you guys doing? We're doing awesome. Thanks for having us, Michael. Uh, it's great to have you guys here. I I don't know if a lot of people know this, but you guys are true gypsies like all of us are. You're just traveling all around the country. Yep. We haven't been home since January. It's crazy. Yep. It's crazy. Uh, Trait, you're up at Lake Oneida last week. Great tournament finish. Yep. It's okay. It was good. I thought it was great. Yep. 41st place, just out of the money cut. Right. And uh, Two ounces. Yeah, she got to live. You know, we've all been there. We've all been there just out of the money. And uh, she's learning all the hardships along the way and, uh, you know, absolutely proud of her without a doubt. You know, she's uh, she does it all. <laughs> she, she does it all the hard way. That, really cool. Wait, when did they change that? Because I thought they used to pay out 50 in the open. No, 40. No. Has it always been 40? Yeah, it's been 40. They just add a little money to the payout if they have a full field. I think they, add a, they add a little money to payout and a lot to their pocket is what I think <laughs> yeah. they do. I don't know if that's true. Or Whether it's 150 <laughs> boats or 200 boats, I think they still pay out. They the just 40th pay 40. Play. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So. Yeah. Now we're we're, we're going to get back to you, Trayton, and talk a little bit about that tournament and stuff that's going on. Let me finish introducing the room. Back in the in the box tonight, pushing all buttons, we've got the one and only Brian the Carpenter. BTC. How you doing tonight, Brian? Fantastic. Talk to me. What do you got going on? You look excited tonight. Normally back there you look pissed off at the start of a show. Uh, well, so, tonight so, you've got a big smile on your face. Why is that? So Tell far me. so good. And and uh, and I got my friend over there. I'm his thunder buddy. Oh! Yeah. I, I see that. <laughs> I see that. Okay. We're, we're All gonna, my friends are here. We're yeah, going to keep right. going. <laughs> Sitting next to Brian. You saw him a second ago in the pre-show. Dave Brodzik. Dave, how are you? Superb. Thank you. Okay. I'll be on IM for a little bit, guys. Okay. <laughs> Dave on IM tonight. And you're going to see this guy out here in a little bit, uh, the one and only Pat Renwick. 
from Straycast. Pat, how you doing tonight? That's me. I'm doing great, Mike. Thanks for having me in. I am so excited to have you on the show. Normally, we're just talking via Skype. Yes. And now I get to actually see you, touch you, and feel you. I, I am looking so forward to that, yeah. Mike. And i got to run my fingers through your hair a little later. i got to. Maybe. Okay. Maybe. All right. Uh, <laughs> let me remind everybody watching tonight, you are a key part of the show. We want your feedback. We need to hear your feedback. A lot of ways to contact the show. Of course, hit us up on the IM right there next to your screen. You could also hit us up on our social media feeds, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, at Ike Live Show. And Brian DeCarpenter, correct me if I'm wrong, we are broad- broadcasting live tonight on the Ike Live Facebook page, which is I-K-E-L-Y-V-E. Yeah, why is for why is that? Why is that? Okay, I think somebody else had it or something. Something. Who made that page? I have no idea. Uh, Let me also do this real quick. We do it every show. We want to send a shout-out and thank you to all the military, active, and veterans, men and women. Thank you guys for what you do. It's a crazy effing world. We appreciate it. Policemen, firemen, EMT, thank you guys. We, we really appreciate it. Uh, I want to start the show. Before we get to Trayton and Chris, I want to start the show. This is a big weekend for the Ike Foundation. Yeah, it's huge. This is a huge weekend. Um, it's an organization that I'm proud of and I know you're proud of. You really have started this thing from the very beginning. Talk to a little bit about people watching tonight. They've heard a little bit through social media. They're not sure. They live in the tri-state area. They're like, should I go to this thing? Tell them a little bit about what this weekend is all about. What do, what do we have going on this weekend? So this weekend for the Ike Foundation is our huge, huge event that we host every year. And there's a lot of parts to it, but the biggest elements are that we have a tournament on the Delaware River, a boat tournament, and we also have now a kayak division tournament Ooh. in the Delaware River tributaries. So that is the huge part. Everybody gets out there fishing. It's a great, fun event. But while everyone is out there fishing, we have a fun fest in Camden. Family on, fun festival. Yes, yes. On the waterfront. Free. Free to the community. We have free tackle boxes for kids. We've got games for kids, casting for kids, um, a free concert going on at the same time, food, fun, all that good stuff. And, of course, Yards Beer because Woo! mom and dad should probably have a beverage. We love a Yards Beer. Uh, so there's a lot of people watching tonight. Can they still participate in all this stuff? Of course, they can come to the Family Fun Fest for free. Yes. If somebody's watching tonight and they, they're like, man. I want to go have dinner with Trey and Chris. I want to go hang out with them tomorrow night in the battleship. So the can really awesome part, yes, you can come. You can buy your tickets online now, or you can show up tomorrow. The dinner starts at 630. The battleship New Jersey is absolutely amazing. It's, it's the coolest place. You're on the bow of the battleship, just hanging out, mingling, eating. You know, you've got Philadelphia skyline in the background. It, yeah. it's, it's awesome. But, yes, you can buy your tickets online at theikefoundation.org or just show up, buy your tickets, come on in, hang out. Yep. We've got some great auction items, a lot of fun. That's awesome. Now, if there are still people that want to fish the tournament, either in their own boat on the Delaware River or kayak guys that are watching tonight that are like, oh, my God, uh, invitation to Hobie World 7, all expenses paid trip, a Loran- brand new Lorance 9 Power poles, they they want a chance at all these prizes. Can the kayak guys still sign up as well? Of course. Of they course. Can. So listen, you can sign up at iAngler Tournament. Okay. 
to do the kayaking, or you can show up at 5 o'clock to the battleship. We'll get you all registered, meeting at 5.30, hang out, have dinner. We've got um, breakfast, lunch that we're handing out. O'Meal's has been generous enough to hand us out all these meals. Um, The tournament for fishing out of a boat, you can sign up tomorrow at the dinner. You can sign up online now, or you can show up at Wiggins Park Marina. Right, so for all those fair weather fishermen like Brian the Carpenter, they could show up at the ramp... Right, you, if launch. you want to make sure that your hangover is not too bad and you want to see if you know you can get up at 5 right. o'clock in the morning, yes, you can be there at 6 a.m. and we'll wow. get you registered. You can go out. And you could win a Bass Cat boat. Wow. That's amazing. That's amazing. For a local tournament, uh, chime in on this, Dave or Brian DeCarpenter. Dude, yes. we've been fishing in this area for years. There's never been a tournament around here that gives away a bass boat for first place. Come on. This one last year. This one last year. Besides yeah. that. And, it, it, yeah, and, and I am signed up. I know you are. Okay. He and we paid as much as everybody else. So. <laughs> <laughs> Don't be thinking I got any discounts. Brian got no oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I even bought an extra ticket to the dinner because I didn't know that a ticket to the When you bought a ticket to the event, bought you a ticket to the thing. So I got an extra ticket to the dinner. Well, here's the good news, guys, and everybody listening, if you're wondering, all the proceeds from this tournament, even yes. Dave's extra ticket, goes toward kids fishing, which yes. is great, right? Yes. It's awesome. It all goes towards kids fishing. I know these guys like to harass, but every last element of this does not pay anybody. Everything is volunteered here, and we get kids fishing. We put rods and reels into the hands of kids across the country. Wow. There's no bigger jackpot on the river in this area than this event. Oh, yeah. And awesome. look who won last year. Two cage fighters won last year. Yeah. yeah. All right. So it doesn't even like all the local sticks went out there and 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 and, and damaged everybody. Yeah. In fact, a couple of them bombed. Yeah. Oh yeah, I bombed. <laughs> <laughs> I would classify myself as not a local stick anymore. No, but yeah. you did see a dead sturgeon floating, Six which quarter. is a rare sighting on the Delaware yeah. River. So How many was, pictures did you get yeah, of it? That was Seven. worth it. Yeah, but listen, the second and third place prizes are nothing to scoff second at. Second and third place prizes are also amazing. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Lawrence is giving us an HDS-12. Gen 3 HDS-12 plus about $1,500 cash, cash. all sorts of other great stuff. Wow. I mean, the prizes keep showing up on the doorstep. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I don't even have everything listed on the website because stuff keeps showing up every day. It's right. amazing. It's great. Now, here's the exciting part. Let me, let me tell everybody this. Tonight. After the second break tonight, I want everybody watching to watch this whole show. If you're one of the amateurs signed up fishing with a pro, you're going to find out live tonight who you drew, okay? And we're going to do that about, let me look at my watch, about 8, 8.30, we're going to do that drawing. And let me also, for people watching that aren't signed up, and all of a sudden you're like, man, I, I might want to fish this. You know, I don't need a boat. I could fish with a pro. There are still... Two spots available. Two slots available uh, if you still want to sign up. And let me give you a little list of some of the amazing guys and anglers and women we have out at this at this tournament. Joe Sancho, Pete Glusick, Chris and Trait Zaldane, Cliff Crochet, Steve Kennedy, Charlie Hartley on his skateboard, Shelly Sanders. Who put that in there? She's not here. Yes, she is. Daryl Omika, Brian Schmidt, Gray Buck, Ed Bassmaster, John Ritchie, Trent Cole, Greg DePalmer, Terry Baxay, Ed Callen, Eddie the Eagle, <laughs> Sally Jesse Raphael. Oh, yeah. right. Let me erase this. Geraldo Rivera. Oh, I was going to say that. <laughs> 
uh, an amazing list of pros that are going to be here. So if you want to come out and dinner, you want a chance to fish with one of these guys, there's still some time to sign up. And once again, Beck, how can they do it if they're listening right now? Where do they have to go to sign up? IkeFoundation.org? The IkeFoundation.org. Okay. Sign up is right there. Big blue buttons. Wait a minute. We interrupt this broadcast to announce that Menudo will be playing Riverside at the Ike Live event. I would Please attend. <laughs> Menudo. Wow. Who doesn't want to see Menudo? That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> this is really funny. I just have to tell you that I'm getting a call right now as a show go- is going on. It's Jed from Under Armour. He never calls me. He's calling me during the show. Well, Jed, I'll right. call you back. <laughs> hey, Jed, if, 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 put on Facebook. Jed, your ears must Ike have been live ringing. live with a Y. Earlier. Your ears must have been ringing. <laughs> uh, this is actually uh, it's, it's, it's a really good segue with Jed calling and talking about getting <laughs> new people <laughs> involved in the sport. This is a great segue point. And uh, I I want to I want to turn it to the couch now, Beck. I think this is a great way to segue right now. <laughs> That's uh, the funniest segue. It is a great segue. I it love is it. a great segue. I love it. And uh, Brian's on the phone, so he can't go to the couch yet. Yeah, Brian's <laughs> on the phone, so he can't go to the couch right now. Uh, I I want to I want to start talking to uh, to Trait and Chris, especially Trait. I want to I want to talk to you a little bit um, about. First of all, start with how did you get into this sport? Because this is a crazy sport. Yeah. This this world of competitive fishing. How did you get into it? Yeah, my dad's fished my whole life. I've fished my whole life. Um, yeah. He's a you know like a local club stick in Texas. Uh, always owned his own business, so he never took it anywhere. Yeah. But won the state tournaments. I mean, president of his bass club forever. And uh, I grew up. I mean, since I was in diapers, bass fishing. So that's just you. That's just since you were it. young, yeah. you've seen tournament fishing. I've seen tournament fishing. I, I learned how to drive a, a a bass boat, a very fast bass boat, at an early age. You know, it's just yeah in my blood. At what point did you start to aspire to do it full time professionally? Because like even for me, like I didn't grow up around tournament fishing, but but I fished since I was young, and it wasn't probably until like high school or maybe even a little later that I first said. Ah, oh, God, this is this is something I want to maybe pursue. Was there? Can you remember the the yeah. year, or the time that that happened yeah, for you? Yeah, it, it wasn't too long ago. It was just after college for me. But that was more because there wasn't really any women that I looked up to. Right. You know, there wasn't that woman out there that I was like, I'm gonna be like her. You right. Know? It 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 uh. I think there was that woman out there. It would have been a little earlier. Yeah. But for me, it was a a man's sport. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It didn't even cross my mind. Yeah, and I, I we we talked about this earlier, Beck, but mm-hmm. I I love that. I feel like you know this sport has been so stereotyped over the years, and I love you know the fact that there are women now pursuing it to do it full time at the highest level. Yes, and that is so exciting to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got three daughters, and to have someone that they could look at. And and say, holy shit, she's well. They wouldn't say shit because they're young, but <laughs> holy crap, and they wouldn't say that either. But you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. They look at it and say, that's that's a cool chick. Yeah, as, as a parent, you want as someone parent, you to want inspire that. your children. Mm-hmm. That's huge. Yeah, it's huge. so important. Definitely. 
I don't know that I want to be that person, though. You know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want to be put on that pedestal whatsoever because I'm still a human, you know. But, yeah. but if I can open a, a kid up to fishing that maybe wouldn't look at it before, yeah. that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah. That's really cool. It's just I think like it's social media now. I mean, it's so cool. I mean, I don't want to use the word hit, but it's so cool for women to be involved in fishing. Whereas, mm-hmm. I mean, I started, you know, professionally six years ago. I remember social media just started taking off. But, man, the hashtags of, you know, women, women that fish, yeah. girls who fish. Yeah. I mean, look at those hashtags. I mean, there are women all across across the country that love fishing. And, uh, and it's really cool to see her, you know, almost give them, uh, you know, uh, you know, create a way to you know to get into it's it's great to see it's great to see it and and you know we we've talked about this many times before like social media has so many powerful positive benefits the ability to reach people the ability to to bring people in the ability to grow something but it's also got a lot of negative stuff attached to it and so, you know, I, I got to ask you this because we made a post earlier in the week. Yeah. And, you know, I kind of like watched from afar as reactions came in to your appearance live on the show. And I can relate to some of those because every post I make, yeah. there are people <laughs> hating yeah. on me. I'm just so used to it. It doesn't even bother me now. Yeah. From a particular part of the country. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah of course. But, you know, so with all the positive of social media, you know how how do you handle that that negative part? Because there are some some people out there that are detractors that definitely you know uh, you know before I didn't handle it well at all you know right. I'd cry my eyes out. Nowadays it's like you expect it right that yeah. means you're doing something right or you're changing the game you're you're adding something to the pot yeah um, but I do kind of draw a line in, in ways too. Um, there are some comments I don't let fly just because I think about other girls are going to see that or my right. nieces might see that yeah. i feel like i got to step up and say something right. i might only comment comment back once on it right. but i let them know like hey not cool you're not going to yeah. say that and then i just keep moving you know yeah. i know mm-hmm. i'm going somewhere and they're probably not yeah. the people commenting yeah. you know and that's just that it, it's amazing that you know uh, beck we were talking about this before this day yeah. and age you know there are still people that are like it's like they're in the, like the 18 18- 50s or something like the mentality yes. of people is so freaking backwards not mentioning any names but becky fished a uh, tournament a handful of years ago maybe seven eight nine ten years ago it was oh, a while oh, ago only once and I never uh, did it again <laughs> and you know she drew somebody that basically made a comment to her that you know uh, flw is you know what, what was the comment you don't have to say the guy's name but he was something like it, it, that they're just letting women mm. in yeah, they're just letting women in. Now. How dare they? Pity. The Pity sport. Yes, and <laughs> and I'm looking at myself. I'm I'm like, is that inappropriate? Clearly, I'm a woman. Is he yeah. confused? Yeah. I think I look like a girl. I mean, but I mean the fact that he had the nerve to say it to my face, and oh. it was my first tournament. You know, I hadn't anticipated this, so you don't know what to say. You're just stunned. There's part of you that just wants to like say something so aggressive and and mean back, mm-hmm. but then the other part of you is like, no, I'm actually bigger and better than this. Like I don't, yep. I don't need this harassment. This isn't right. And and that was before we were married. That was before we had kids, and it just hurt my feelings. I was offended that someone would make a comment like that. Like I. Am, am not equal to you that I shouldn't be here. Yeah. Now as a mother, I'm even more 
horrified and I think I'm probably more aggressive towards those people because I don't want my children to ever think that my daughter can't do what my son can do. Sure. It's not right. Sure. It's not yeah, right. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And, our, and our sport isn't big enough, you know, to have that kind of mentality. You know, our sport's yeah. so small. I mean, we want the males, the females, the young, the old. I mean, we want everyone. We yeah. want to grow, yeah, keep absolutely. growing this thing, expand absolutely. it. Yeah. I, mean, I, you feel, I feel like we want sponsors too, right? Those non-endemic sponsors sure. to know that we're open-minded. Right. That we're not stuck yeah. in the 1800s. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Yeah. If you fish, we're all on the same team. Put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I can tell you, you know, again, based off of a lot of the hate that I've had over the years, and I can see a lot of what's happening with you, I'll be honest with you, and I'm just going to say one word. It's jealousy. Mm-hmm. You yes. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Dave, Dave, back me up on this. How many, you know, and, and I don't want to stereotype, but how many old dudes from the South are looking <laughs> at Trait, you know, and she's out there competing and she's living this lifestyle and they're stuck, you know, doing something they don't want to do. There's definitely some jealousy that kicks in there, don't you think? Yeah, especially the people we're talking about. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's out there working, though. She's not just like... Oh, no. She's, is, she's out there working. Oh on. God, I mean, it, she, yeah. I wouldn't want it. I tell you right now, you give me my own series of, uh, you know, red rods. I'm not, I'm not going out there and driving around and selling them. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> And I'm I got to say, guys, it is absolutely genuine. When she says she goes out there and does it the hard way, does it herself, that is absolutely genuine. Last week, Lake Oneida, I mean, I, you know, before cutoff, I say, you know, I tell her straight up. I'm like, you know, I feel like I've been around and, you know, and suggest a few things. Maybe try this. Maybe try that. Yeah. She purposely does not do the things I say. Yeah. To prove me wrong. Yeah. And in this case, and I looked at her GPS. I looked at her Raymarine graph. I looked at her trails and everything. She found all that shit by herself. Yeah. And it, it yeah. I mean, I am so proud of that. That's it's awesome. so cool. So yeah. awesome. Yeah. That's that's good to hear. And, yeah. and there's got a lot of people assume, right, uh, that absolutely. Chris, the, Chris gives she gets you them all the, the number world. one thing that is said to me by co-anglers when they're entering my boat, and I'm talking about piss me off, yeah. is it must Are be, you listening to this, co-anglers? Listen to this. It, it must be nice to have a coach like Chris Seldane. <laughs> I, I literally will be like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, I'll be back, and I'll yeah. go bang my head against the stall yeah. like, here we go again. Yeah. Isn't funny. that funny, but why the assumption that you can't do it yourself? Like, that's Absolutely. the part that baffles Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Why is it that people don't realize, like, Trait has something that so many people don't have like, Mike, you have something, right, and right. that's what you sell to the sponsors. Chris, you have something, that's what you sell to the sponsors. Trait has something, and she sells it to yeah. the sponsors. Yeah. I mean, it, it's this female thing. She can attract this young female following. She can show them how to be strong, the strength, your rods. I mean, all these mm-hmm. things. Like, it's marketing. This yeah. is sales. Yeah. This is business. If you don't understand that that's what this is and this sport then you just don't understand what's going yeah. on out here. Yeah, but Absolutely. these people don't understand. It's not just a matter. It's just because you can catch fish in your own local club or your own local federation. It's yeah. a whole other world when you get out it and is. bang in the big leagues, man. It yeah. is. This, and it, they humble you real quick, and people yeah. who have never did it don't know. Yeah, it it is. And that, that's something. I, and I've always told myself, I'll do it the hard way. I'll take a butt whooping proper, but... I keep coming back to the same lake. I'm going to figure it out. Yeah. And I'm going to start doing the butt whooping. And I'm okay. Kick my butt all you want. Yeah. See me on the bottom of the list. But it's going to change eventually. Yeah. I'm doing it the right way. I'm not calling people. You know. I'm I'm not joking around here. You know. It's funny because you said the thing about Chris being your personal coach. A lot of the co-anglers that get into my boat say the same thing. And they get in my boat and they say, man... It's it, you, you must be it must be the best thing. You're so lucky to have Pete Glusick as your, 
personal hygiene and body coach. Yeah. And I'm like, eh. Personal hygiene, hygiene and body coach? <laughs> Wow, that went downhill. Sorry. Yeah. I had to get down. But Dave, you have daughters. Yes. And I'm sure you want your daughters to succeed like your son. Like you come from a normal place where you think your daughters can be just as successful in life as your son. Yeah. Isn't well, it bizarre to you that there would be men out there that should assume or make comments that like <laughs> a girl should just be babies. down here, stay home, make babies? <laughs> That's exactly like I think even as a yeah. as a dad, like I understand women getting offended, <clears throat> but I know Mike, you know, because he has three girls. But I'm just saying, like you're another person in this room that has a son, daughters, right? Like you want so, the same yeah. for you, both you, sexes of yeah. children. You bring up two things. The first thing is what we always talk about is people feeling entitled. Mm-hmm. to tell people how they feel about them on a personal level when they don't even know them on right. a, a, yes. a social media platform, which I'm a, a member of none of, by the way, but I, I read them. You know, Brian right. sends me them and stuff. Well, Dave, but, you still do have your MySpace. My, yeah, well, so <laughs> I guess, I guess, I guess, the, I guess the vulgarity of that it, it, it bothers me, and and and, and the cowardice of just of getting out there and 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 just being shitty to someone. Like, why? I don't understand. Yeah. What does yes. that make you feel better to say that? Here's I don't the, get it. Here's right. the thing: is these people that are that say this stuff about me, there's several of them that have had the opportunity to say it to my face. Like, I figured out who they are and stuff, mm-hmm. and they'll walk right of past course. me. And I will sit Just there and look at them in the eye like, yeah. I'm right here. Uh. Here's that girl you yeah. you go out yeah. of your way to create a false narrative about yeah. I'm right here and, and they never say anything yeah. biggest coward yeah. but Becky I'm just never like, and in that uh, moment I'm like yeah, yeah. and the Whatever. other part of what you say Becky my girls are fully capable yep. of dueling someone when it comes to ball breaking. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, there you go. What, they, they what you get here for me? Sure. Yeah. This is this is dinner time conversation for us. So I mean, it, they'll they'll be they'd be more than ready for some creep like that we're talking about right yeah. now. He's he's nothing. He's he's yeah. he's in a he's bringing a water pistol to a gunfight. It's crazy. <laughs> let me let me remind everybody watching real quick. Uh, please, we want to hear from you. Hit us up on the IM. Chime in on this topic. Uh, Dave's man yeah. in the IM back. There. We'd love to hear your thoughts on what we're talking about. But, Beck, you, you see it in the other side of this professional fishing world. I want you to talk a little bit about this. And, again, we don't have to name any names. But, Beck, you run pretty much every part of the business, mm-hmm. and you even encounter the same stuff on the business side of it. All the time. And it's frustrating. All the time. Yeah. I am a B-I-T-C-H, apparently. Shark. I'm a shark. Shark. That's, ni- that's Mike's nice term for me. But if I were a man, no one would think twice about the way that I'm aggressive or do business or I'm a straightforward talker. or And I am. And, and sometimes I guess we chalk that up to we're Northeasterners, so we tend to be a little bit more aggressive. Um but I've always worked in a male-dominated business, and so it's just the way that I was trained all these years to do business. Yeah. But I'm seen as this aggressive person, or in this world, I'm also seen as it's not my place to be here. So I can't tell you how many people yeah. won't respond to my messages. There's a lot of people who think they talk to Mike Iconelli through his email. Guess what, folks? I have <laughs> <Yeah. a> <laughs> Sorry. It's not me. It's not actually me, ever. Except when I put the little penis symbols in at the end. Then it's me. Uh, oh <laughs> if they saw the little booby symbols, that would have been right. Me. That would right. have been you. Yeah. Uh, Trade, I want to talk a little bit about um, goals. You know, you've been working hard at this for a few years. 
I know we've talked about it off camera. I know what your goals are, but mm-hmm. tell everybody. There's a lot of people watching, listening tonight, that are meeting you for the first time. What are your goals? What do you aspire to do? Uh, I obviously I want to make the elites, but not just make the elites, but do something on the elites. Yeah. I want I want to fill a trophy room. You know, yeah. Um, that's my number one goal. And then if I can open the door for women, that that's just a plus. That's yeah. a huge plus. But I don't necessarily i'm not that good of a person to say i go out there and i'm just trying to open doors for a bunch of women you know i i i want trophies right you know you're competitive yes you want to win yes you want to beat the fish just like everyone you want to get out there and beat their brains uh, every time i'm a little different than some i want to do it on my own right i I don't pick up that phone and i don't work a network (laughs) yeah you know i want to be able to say when i win I won. Right. You know. Right. So you're not calling up on the phone and be like, "Give me the, give me the blue dots." No. Give me Don Marino. Give me the blue dots. No, my last name doesn't start with a W. No. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> hey, I'll tell her straight up. Like, David go, Walker gets wiped. Yeah. 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 <laughs> if we go to some of these smallmouth tournaments, I'm like, hey, you know, this drop shot last time I was here it had to be a 14, 15 inch leader, super long leader, and she will purposely go out of her way to tie a nine or ten inch yeah. leader just to prove me wrong. You really. Know? Sure. Like, that's just how, yeah. That's Them just, gobies that's don't how, swim Yeah, I know. I know. That's true. <laughs> that's true. But, no, that's just how she is. She's just, you know, she wants to do everything, you know, by herself, on her own. When we first started dating, what, six years ago, I told her, you know, the only way you're going to make I told her straight up, the only way you're going to make it and learn is the absolute hard way. Yeah. And I can't tell you to do this, to do that, that you can't read this here. That Maybe the Bass University. You may pick up a few tips there. True. But, I mean, <laughs> you got to learn the smiling right now. Yeah. you, you got to learn the hard way, and, and all the listeners know that. You but know, all the it, aspiring tournament bass anglers know the best way to learn something is by going out there, the trials and the tribulations, yeah. and, you know. It, it hurts, you know, when you get your butt whooped, but that oh, lesson absolutely. you just learned, Powerful. you don't forget it. Ever. You Ever. go into your next tournament, yeah. five years down the road, yeah. you do not yep. forget how you yep. got your butt whooped that time, yep. what you yep. did wrong. I agree. I just, yeah. want to, I just want to add one thing, Trait. I heard you say that you, you, know, you aspire to open doors for other female competitors. Mm-hmm. I think those doors are already open, and I think that's yeah. the mistake we make sure. is yeah, that we sure. need some kind of a welcome mat rolled out for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The, in fact, the female market is wide open for someone to come in and dominate and, and have a license to print money. I agree. You know, I mean, it, I don't think, I don't think, yeah. <laughs> an assertive woman doesn't need any rolling mat rolled out. You get out there, you work, you get in the event, and you compete. Go. Yeah. That's the yeah. key is go. working, you know. Go, go. Yeah. For yeah. sure. Yeah. Dave, is there, a, is there a comparison between what we've seen with women in UFC and what we'll see in fishing, do you think? Is there a comparison there? Yeah, yeah I, I would think so because there's competition. So I don't, I, don't, I don't have an answer for what that is because you're talking about the highest level athleticism versus something other than that. I mean, I would say it's more strategic yeah. than it is athletic. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, there's and there's tons of female Olympic sports. I mean, that's already existed long before the UFC. Women were competing in judo and in karate and in wrestling in the Olympics. So, I mean, that's always existed. I just think for women to start at 8, 9, 10 years old like we do, getting in the grind of tournament angling, yeah. putting the hours in on the water. Yeah. And this generation that's coming up now of eight, nine, and ten-year-old girls whose mm-hmm. dads are bringing them out there are going to be the ones 20 years from now, Absolutely. 25 years Absolutely. from now, that are competing. We're not going to see it immediately because Trait's generation, for the most part, especially in the Northeast, they weren't on boats. Right. Yeah. right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't know. That's just what I think. You but. know, well, uh, and it was the same for my dad. You know, I had a brother, and there was me, and he would automatically choose my brother 
if he had a tournament. Right. He says he regrets it to this day. Yeah. But that's just the way it was yeah. because you yeah. think of your son being in the boat with yeah. him. Yeah. But I think I'm turning more dads on to the fact that it's cool to have your daughter in there. Absolutely. And your, Very cool. your daughter wants Absolutely. to be in there. Right. You know, I cried back in the day. Dad, take me, take me. Yeah. And he took my brother instead wow. just because... You know, he was going around men, and yep. it's just a little easier to have yeah. your son around that. That's a, that's a great lesson for dads listening tonight, because yeah. I think it's easy to fall into that trap, sure. you know. And and we're lucky here because we live on a lake, and, you know, I get to, to push these guys out together a lot on the lake, you know. Yeah. And I think Stella's going to be a hammer one day, man. Oh, I can yeah. tell you by the way she's casting. Yeah. I just got to gotta get her to stop getting over the wetness thing. Vegas got wetness on me! <laughs> Once I get her past that, wetness. she's going to be a hammer. I'm telling you. She's four. She's four. <laughs> she, might, she might take after me, though. She might. Well, you're she's, very competitive she's as well. Scared. I don't like to lose. Yeah. yeah. Do not. Yeah. I can't even play Monopoly. It, that's it's <laughs> al- really bad. It's almost like people think I like to lose or something. Like, they think I'm just out here, like, smiling. Like, I like to get my boat whooped. Yeah. I do not like to lose. They're all lessons learned. I mean, yeah. we all go through yeah. it. It's part yeah. of it. You yeah. Know? yeah. No, it, it hurts me when he's, like, so close to first and doesn't. Yeah. You know, your heart breaks for that person, but there's also that competitive spirit in you as well that you're like, come on. Oh, you you feel like it's a team we lost. Dave, what do we have? What are people saying? Hold on. We we interrupt this broadcast with a special news bulletin. President John Fitzgerald Kennedy has signed into law the Civil Rights Act of 1966, (laughs) allowing minorities and women the right to vote. (laughs) And fish. Perhaps Straight Zodain can compete this year without any hate. Uh, wow, that voice just keeps coming out of nowhere. I don't know what it is. Uh, but here's the thing. I, I want to. Uh, I do want to shift gears a little bit. Professional fishing is not all competition. No. There is the other half of it, which yeah. is branding, promoting, marketing, selling stuff. And trade. I think you've done an, an amazing job of that. Uh, you know, that. creating a brand. Creating something that people can look at, yeah, and they automatically, automatically know it's you. I, I think you've done a great that. job at that. You know, it just, uh, honest to God, I just kind of went along, and things happened, and I said things, and it just formed. It was right. me just being me. Yeah, there was no like a uh, ulterior motive behind it, no true like thinking it out. Yeah, you know, I just went along with it, and it happened. Just happened. We mentioned it earlier in the show, but. T- and in a follow-up to earlier story, Trait Zadane has decided to show her ankles this season on tour thanks to the new law enacted by Kennedy. <laughs> Thank you. Again for that. Uh, we talked a little bit about it earlier, but talk about your rods because I think this is this is a really cool project. Talk talk to us a little bit about that and how yeah. you got involved in that and where it's going. Sure. So um, I've got pink rods out there. You know, that's the hashtag that. I put out there with the first rods, and it just blew. Yeah. Um, Walmart kind of created a platform for us to make some combos, and that in turn showed everyone, hey, women do want to fish. Yeah. They want to give it an opportunity at least. Uh, I created some technique-specific rods that have been on my deck for years now, and uh, Tackle Warehouse just, you know, brought them in any day they're supposed to be on the website. So. Very cool. Yeah, and, and they're built for women. Um we have smaller hands, we have different hook sets, and it all went into it. You yep. know, something I've been drawing up for years, and uh, a company came in, Eagle Claw, that believed in me, yep. and, and it, here we are. And Taco Warehouse has stepped in and said, you know, we believe in women too. And I'm not going to lie, these tech 
technique-specific rod she has. She's had them on her deck for three or four years. A lot of times we'll go out and go fishing, you know, and I don't have my mega bass stuff with me, so I'll hop in her boat, pick up her rods. You know, i got to make sure no one's looking. i got a pink rod in my hand. <laughs> but, uh, no, I mean, I think last last fall we we won a tournament, a team tournament together, and I was throwing her technique-specific frog rod. And, I mean, I was putting that frog right where it needed to be, and so so was she, and we were jacking on them, and they held up, man. It was fun. It's it was very a lot cool. And fun, I, I got to tell you, there's a lot of people that are watching, even with, like, my rods or skeets or whatever, sure. they're like, sure. oh, they're not really using those rods. But I got to tell everybody, yeah. I've, I've had the opportunity to stay with you guys about three or four times yeah. this year yeah, on you tour. Fi- you yeah. fished with one of them. Tra- <laughs> yeah, I fished with one of them. It Crawfish. caught some. But yeah. you... You're using those rods because yeah. you get those rods shipped to every tournament you're yeah. at. Yeah, I do. You always have a pile of them laying yeah. around. You're really using them. Yeah, I'm using them. You know, I, I built them, um, the ones on my deck, you know, to one day bring to the public. And I wanted them exactly a certain way and built a certain way. And, and Wright McGill allowed me to do that, you yeah. know. We didn't want to cut corners. We wanted them just right because this is the first female line coming out. You don't want to right. screw it up, right. you know, because then yeah. I'm going to run it for everyone down the road. I yep. wanted it done right, and it's taken time to do it right. Yeah, it, but yeah. it's now coming to fruition. And a lot of people think, awesome. you know, it's just a you know a male rod painted pink. No, it's just like a for you golfers out there, you know, a woman's line of of golf shafts. You know, they're a little bit lighter. I guess the butts are a little bit shorter. Mm-hmm. It's a double trigger. Uh, the triggers are a little bit closer together for the woman's smaller hand. So, yeah. Very cool. Definitely cool. Very cool. Well, I'm, I'm excited about it. I think, like I said, you've done a great job Appreciate with your brand. It, Very amazing. Now, I do. I want to jump back, and I heard you mention it earlier, and I want to get the scoop on how you guys met <laughs> and how this love connection happened. <laughs> you love mentioned earlier connection. back when you were dating. Yeah. Take, that's take a strong us, word, love. Take us back. Oh, Chris, give, us this, give us the story Dude. on how this whole oh, thing happened. Oh, man, He's yeah. going to lie because he was kind of a stalker. Oh, wow. what? Yeah, that's Red. the best Not way. Not kind what? of, straight up stalker. Wow. That's the best way to hook up, man, is social Wayne media. Wayne Morris style. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Creeps have a chance. Oh, this was back uh, when Facebook was huge. I think it was 2012, my rookie Elite Series season. 2011. She, uh, was it 11? Mm-hmm. 12. I don't know. It was 12. 2012. She just got done. Uh, you know, for those of you who don't know, she was working in finance, had an awesome job. One day, she was just absolutely sick of it. Wanted to get into tournament bass fishing. Yeah. So she entered the opens out of her dad's, you know, bass boat. And it was an yeah. old school gambler. And uh, I remember seeing uh, one of the open events. It was a central open down there in... in uh, Lake in, Louisville. Yeah, Lake Louisville, Texas. I saw Trey Chris pop up. I'm like, that's kind of a weird name. So I clicked on it, and a picture showed up. She's in a tournament jersey. I'm like, man, that's different. You know, that's yeah. kind of cool. I'm yeah. single at the time. I'm a rookie Elite Series <laughs> angler. I'm a badass. You know, I'm bad. Yeah. Here we go from California. And I remember the second uh, su- uh, central open tournament was at Table Rock Lake. She was there with her father, uh, you know, typical Texan, uh, boots, cowboy hat, yeah. all, that, all that stuff. He was there, and Wait, I wanted to approach her. You're already skipping the fact. <laughs> At Louisville, you were sending me messages on Facebook. Uh, I don't remember those. Wow. <laughs> she's really come a long way, though. Now yeah. she's got the uh, Star Wars leggings on. I see that. Yeah. You know, what? Hold, all for Dave. Hold, hold on a minute. He was stalking your leggings? 
Yeah. <laughs> Stalking my leggings. Dave's trying to put mental images. No, yeah, I just yeah to what this looked like. Listen, oh, dude, I went through you know yeah, I mean I went through all her photos from you know from the current date all the way two years back, three years back, and uh, I went through all the photos. You know, wrote her you know wrote her wrote messages. I didn't respond. Had to. no clue. Total creep. And so the second central open. What were these messages oh. like? Do you want to have my babies? Or no, just like no, not that, no, not that hot. Like, hey, not that hot. Just yeah. like hey, blah blah blah. I had no clue who he was. I didn't <laughs> I, care. He was some rookie from California. But, hey, I, I was from California. I made it through the Central Opens. I could lend you a hand on how, oh, how you I did, did it. Oh, no. Yeah, so that, <laughs> that, listen, totally. so that <laughs> seed was planted in uh, the second tournament uh, Central Open. I never she had, responded. Yeah. At Table Rock, you know, I saw her. She was tall. She was beautiful. She was with her dad, so I had to get around that a little bit. Uh, and I think I approached yeah, and her. Yeah, her dad was strapped to it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> six shooter. That's a little intimidating. Six shooter. Yeah, six shooter from Texas. And uh, I approached her and said, hey, you know, my name's Chris Aldane. I'm a rookie on the Bassmaster Elite Series. My chest is all out. I think she said, who? <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, we went back and forth from there. Um, and uh, the rest was history. So, um, but That sounds really- a bit like our story. You said, yeah, I'm not professional bass angler. And I said, oh, what? They're yeah. so full yeah. of themselves. <laughs> yeah. so they're, like, they're like, you don't know who I am? You know, I'm like, no, I don't. It's because uh, they so desperately want women to know who they are. And it's only dudes that fish. Totally. You know? That's it. That actually it. wasn't my original pickup line. I know, Dave. Nah. It was the normal Jersey one. When I saw her at the bar, I'm like, how, how, doing? You, doing? Yeah, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? You doing all right? I, no, she I, didn't yeah. respond to that, so then I went with the pro bass fisherman. Uh, uh, <laughs> I remember your line. What was it? I'd break all my rods for you. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'd break all my rods for you. That's a good one. I'll break every rod for you. Oh, my God. That's that may one. or may not have been said at one time. I don't know. That Beautiful. Be. But that's funny. It's two different stories, though. It's like the day before, so, like before social media with you two. Yeah. And then him commenting on pictures that are two years old on her Facebook yeah. page. Yeah. yeah. You know, like yeah. high school, yeah. her high school graduation but picture he's the, talking about. Here's, here's, <laughs> the, here's the funny thing, though. Dave, Brian, I want to get you guys to chime in on this. Maybe Is Pat still back there? Maybe even Pat. Hey, what's up? We're pre-social media. And now as old, creepy guys, <laughs> how many times, Dave, do you reflect back and be like, Oh, God, I wish that was around when I was young. And we would have done so well, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> we would I have done so well. There was nothing. Come on, Brian. Well, yeah, she's yeah. thankful. Okay. Come on. Yeah. Help me out here. I'm out, I'm out man. No, come on. <laughs> I'm just funny. saying. I'm no. so thankful. No, I'm just... I did stupid things. You're thankful yeah. you did yeah. have social media. Yes. Wow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because then I got to tell you my version of how it went down. Sure. Not sure. how it really went Yeah. Down. Yeah. No photo documented. No. Exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's scary. Well, there was photo. We actually used Polaroids back in the day. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. It doesn't Dave, matter. Dave it's, still has some in his console. I have none. We had the disposable <laughs> cameras. Disposables. Then you'd have to find the CVS that wasn't anywhere yeah. in yes. the house and they didn't know you to have them developed. Yeah. Put them in a little envelope. Yeah, yeah. I, I remember. I remember being in Dave's truck one time, and I'm looking through the glove box. I was looking for something else, and there was like a Polaroid or something. I'm like, Dave, you took a picture of a sandwich. Dave's like, Give me that. That's no sandwich. <laughs> oh, get out of here. <laughs> yeah, We're you're supposed to be reeling him in when he gets stupid I, like I, that. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Dave, are there any comments about all this conversation? I feel 
No, very, very supportive uh, comments about you know about women fishing and trade. This isn't a women pa- woman power woman fishing thing. This was <laughs> women's. Yeah, there's these damn women's. <laughs> damn women's on our water. But no, it's a a lot of um a lot of supportive stuff. I mean, we're talking about one case of a guy being a real mean person. It wasn't like a woman power movement thing we're talking about here. But uh, trade. Somebody did want to know how do you handle when a when a competitor cuts you off? What do you do? Oh, it's happened several times. I've had a I had a run in with an elite guy to start the year this year, and uh, I stand my ground these days. You know, uh, several years ago I didn't stand my ground on the James River against a guy who won it, who was an elite angler. He went on to win the classic, qualified through there, and uh, I learned my lesson. You know, I I knew the fish I was on. He didn't want to share the water, and uh, I caved. You know, he said some things to me. I cried. And uh, and I jetted instead of standing my ground. And these days, um, it's you don't want to cut me off. Let's just say <laughs> that. I'm not going anywhere. I like it. I like it. And that's another example of experience, right? You gotta exactly. Pay, you gotta yeah. pay your dues. That's you gotta it. know what. That's it. You gotta be through the experience before you can. Know Definitely. what to do. So, exactly. so, so what did Jacob Wheeler say to you? <laughs> no, that's wrong one, but it might be his dad. I don't know. <laughs> it might be related. <laughs> now, here's the real question. The star of tonight's show is Nebo. Nebo. I'm sure everyone has noticed Nebo, Nebo the puppy. Has made appearances on the couch. Yeah. I think Nebo probably needs like his own brand. He might. He might. He's pretty cool. He's little dude. Cool <laughs> yeah, we've got iCast coming up. Everyone knows iCast is next week, and we actually had a dog carrier sent to the house here. That yeah. you actually accepted, and, and whatever you want. his little 18-pound butt doesn't fit in that thing. But yeah, he's our little rat terrier we rescued in Arkansas. He's barking at us right now. Uh, we rescued him from Mount Nebo State Park. He hopped right in my truck as I was doing tackle. Rest was history. So he's a good little boy. Wow, yeah. good dog. Come on, we buddy. There's a lot of rescue dogs on the elites. Yeah. It's time for the Ike Live version of the Dating Game. <laughs> Tonight, special guest, Chris and Trade Zaldane. (laughs) Welcome aboard to the lovely newlyweds. First question goes to Trade. Trade, Chris, what is his favorite food after making whoopee? (laughs) Trade, what is Chris's favorite food after making whoopee? Bluebell ice cream. Is that right? Cookies and cream. Cookies and cream! Yes! Hey! Yes! (laughs) A.K.A. cookies. (laughs) Inquiring minds want to know, Chris, who would win in an arm wrestling match? Jacob Wheeler or Trait? (laughs) Trait all the way. Trait all the way! Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Now I need you both to answer this at the same time. Are you ready? The first time we made Whoopi, we were at... You do not answer that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Wait, no answer. This is the you Ike Live. This is Ike Live. You have to answer. The first Ready? time One. you made Whoopi, no, you were on. at... No. One. No. Two. No. <laughs> One. No. Two. I, Make I, something up. Make something up. 
Kissing. The I can Ellie house. Whoopies. Kissing. Byron Oh, come on. Byron, give me a yoo-hoo. Thank you for playing the Ike Live dating game. That went horribly wrong. And for getting two of the three correct, you get this set of balls. Yeah. Wow. I feel like this show goes way less south when I'm not here. What is happening? You're an intimidator. You're an enabler. enabler, That's the word. We got got to move on, Michael. Sure. Okay. (laughs) We are going to move on. Let me remind everybody watching tonight, you are a part of the best podcast in the world. Period. Uh, we I don't hit- know if any of our mothers think that right now. I don't know. No, Probably not. No. <laughs> oh, wait, wait. We got a story here. I've yeah. handed my phone to you when this is done. <laughs> we got a story. Yeah, so my mom came up from Florida. She left last week. So she was up for a couple weeks, and she's... uh she. <laughs> uh, she she's like, I watched your show. She, uh, I watched your show the other day, and... I don't know. You guys suck. I don't know what's so damn funny. I see you's all laughing. I don't even know what you're talking about. And you, you goddamn idiot, you put on that mask. You don't even talk about fishing. Talking about me. <laughs> so, oh my she's like, I, 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 you know, you're all laughing. I don't even know what happened. <laughs> wow. You guys that's suck. awesome. That's, I, I mean, that's that's good. That's what we want the show to be. That's uh, good that your mom said. No, that's great. I mean, that makes me proud. Yeah. That proves to me that the show is nonsense. Oh, she's, uh, she's like, you know, uh, you know, 40 years fishing, and the only time you ever talk about your wear on meds, you only talk about fishing. Only- <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That's awesome. Wow. Dude, it's all come full circle. Brian, do you remember the rides we would get oh, yeah. from Dave's mom, and your mom, mom would pick mom, up, yep. or my mom would pick up? Yeah. Dude, it's all come full circle. Now our moms, even my mom, are watching this idiotic show yeah. 30 years later. Fruits of, fruits, fruits of their labor. <laughs> they, probably, they probably learned a lot about those trips where they thought you were they were dropping yeah. off at one place yeah. and you know what you were actually yeah. up to. And- no, but those trips actually make me get mad at my son. Like We would get dropped off in July at Stella's, right? Stella's is a little, little sand quarry. Dude, We'd be out there. Away. We would be out there for 12 hours. Yep. No one ever had water. No one was ever yeah, thirsty. Dark dark. How we? Yeah. How we? we no like my kid's thirsty. If he, if he walks around, he's thirsty. I gotta have water. I'm crying. We are out there for 12 hours. No water. He, you know, these kids these days can't even walk around the block without taking a sip. It's totally. I don't understand. Totally how did we make it? Was before cell phones. That was. I mean, like no. your mom's just dropped you off. Yeah, you got picked said, up at the guardrail. Yeah. yeah. I'll, I'll <laughs> honk in eight hours. Guardrail. I can't even. Even when I. I had a cell phone, but I can't imagine kids now was yeah. like, uh, they can take photos. Yeah. My mom, she probably would have been like, take a photo where you are right now or FaceTime me right now. Oh, yeah. You know. No, we didn't have any of that. Mm-mm. Brian, give us a little. Uh, we would hear this. We we oh. you know, have a pickup time, and let's say it'd be like eight o'clock. You know, we're going to be at the dam at eight o'clock, and we'd still be in the back of the lake, dude, because the, the bike the lake. got hot. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. So we'd be waiting. We're thirty minutes away, <laughs> waiting in the back, and we would hear this come through the trees and the down darkness. the lake. Give it to me, Brian. Michael. <laughs> <laughs> It would be like, and you'd, grab, you'd grab your chest. No! Oh, God, no! She's here! Why? No. The bite was 
was just getting good. This sucks. One more with, with no respect, you're understanding that like you work for ten hours a day, and then you got to go sit and wait an extra hour oh for your God. rotten know, kid and his and his dopey friends to walk back to your car. I'd be killing him. I'd kill me. Roberta, <laughs> Roberta Dot Mert, I would like to take this opportunity to apologize. <laughs> For all the time we left you waiting on the side of the road. Thank you, though. We turned out to be good guys. Yeah. No air conditioning back then. (laughs) Sweating in a car, fanning themselves. That's awesome. Another great segue. We were talking about when we were young, how we got into it. Chris, I want to switch to you. I got to see some pictures at a few tournaments ago. (laughs) Unbelievable. I wish we could somehow get these up on the screen. I've got them on my phone. I would have never dated him if I knew him. I saw some pictures of you, and you were young, young. Super young. Tell tell everybody watching, if they don't know your story, how did you get into this crazy sport? So, you know, inner city kid. I mean, I grew up in San Jose, California. Population of a hundred, or I'm sorry, a million people, a million right. people out there in the city of San Jose, and there weren't that many fishing lakes around, and there were just a couple of us that got into it, you know, and and absolutely loved it. Um, you know, being from Northern California, we've got a lot of big trout-fed bass up there, you know, and I remember, you know, watching Bill Dance and Orlando Wilson and you and Skeet and Kevin make a living at it, and I've always been super com- competitive uh, as a kid, played hockey, all that, and, um, you know, my first couple steps into bass fishing uh, were out of a kick boat, you know, and, and what I understand... Belly you know, boat. Yeah, belly boat. Yeah. A belly boat, a little eight-foot pontoon boat, um, Ike Foundation tournament, you know, you're... You know, kayaks, same, yeah. same, similar, similar stuff. And I remember competing out of there and winning a couple tournaments up there at Clear Lake and the Delta, and, yep. and uh, took it one step at a time. But those pictures you're talking about, I, I, <laughs> we were hanging out at a tournament. I think we we're at Sam Rayburn a couple, you know, a month ago or yeah. so, and pulled out these pictures. I had the, you know, the ear piercings. I think I was 16, 17 years old fishing out of a belly boat. I mean, one of the photos was a 14-pound bass I had holding, you know, I was holding it and two-fists in it. I remember having a Nokia cell phone attached to my <laughs> hip, you know. So that shows you how long it, yeah, right absolutely. <laughs> so I remember, you know, that it was that long ago. I think I was a senior in high school. Uh, but it kept me out of trouble, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, again, inner city, you know, San Jose, California. Yeah. I mean, a lot of stuff going on not yeah. a lot of fishing i mean our you know our, you know they're not interstates they're they're freeways where they're six lanes wide i remember towing my bass boat you know through these you know through the traffic you know the rush hour traffic and How people looking at me like man who is this kid? you know yeah. what are you doing here you know yeah. how'd you get your first bass boat uh yeah oh yeah you know i i, I think i want a bass boat you know i think he mike did as well at uh, at the age of 18 i fished a bassmaster open uh, as a co-angler and 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 uh, fortunate enough to to win that one. Wow. Jared Lintner won the tournament. Jared Lintner is the Elite Series angler until this day. Uh, you know, we talk about you know that day. Oh, we were throwing buzz baits up north on Clear Lake and we both smashed them. And uh, I remember like the key switch I made when he was catching on a buzz bait. I was throwing a square bill. You know, when the square bills were just coming out. Um, but man, it, you know, just the competitiveness just kept yeah. me kept me going and kept me going. But I lived through the whole swim bait thing back before swim baits were cool. Yeah. Um, and I've quickly learned on tour. I've been on on the Elite Series tour for six years now. Man, you can't go out there and sit on one point. Like.
like we do in California and huck that swim bait out there and fish it uphill and wait for that dong and get that, you know, 12, 13, 14 pounder. Um, you can't do that on tour. It's all about pattern fishing out here. And that, I've had to transition that mentality one bite, one day. I was a total swim bait fisherman, you know, the flat brim, yeah. you know, the big rod. Yeah. Um, I was that guy, and, and I had to make that transition to, okay, I need bites, I need bites, I need three-pound bites, you know, yeah. and that wasn't the mentality we had, but um, it's been a, a heck of a journey. Guys like Skeet Reese from Auburn and, and Ishman Rowe from the same area I was from, I've always looked up to those guys, and I've been fortunate enough to just kind of, you know, um, you know, to follow their footsteps. Yeah, so it's that, been really cool. That's awesome. I mean, that that to me, that story yeah. is beautiful because yeah. you know we were talking about the Ike Foundation earlier. Yeah. And they're they're the kids. What, what you know, your story is yeah. who we're trying to get to. Absolutely. You know, very untraditional. You know, a city kid or a kid that grows up outside of the loop of fishing. Yeah. That's exactly yeah. who we're trying to get yeah. involved in the sport. Yeah. So I, I love to hear stories like that. Yeah, it's awesome. You know, again, you know, all through high school, I've had friends that got, you know, in trouble. You know, sophomore, junior year, senior year, you know, they go out party on a Friday night or whatever it might be, but I'd be, you know, in bed waiting, you know, that Saturday morning. I had that kickboat tournament that Saturday morning on the California Delta, and I was ready for that. So it kept me out of trouble, and it kept me on the right path. So it's a wow. really cool route to take. That's awesome. Uh, talk, a lot of guys watching right now um, have followed you from the beginning of your career. Talk a little bit about, you know, your how many years into the elites now? You're six years. This is my six, six, six yep, years. Six in. elite series season. Yeah. Um, and uh, man, it, I think there are out of the ten or eleven rookies in the 2012 class. 2012 was my rookie season. I think there are three of us left. Wow. Uh, yeah. Myself, uh, Fletcher Shryock, and Brandon Card, I believe, are the only three left. So wow. I'm telling you guys, it's not easy. It really is not easy. Um, you got to perform for one. Um, you know, that's just the base level. And then, you know, of course, take care of, you know, business off the water. Um, you're a master at that. Again, I look up to guys like Skeet Reese, and, and he's a master at that as well. Well, so been really fortunate enough to to see those things firsthand, take care of business off the water. Um, but um, yeah, again, six six years. I mean, it went by so fast. Doesn't man. it go by Sit, quick? Oh, so fast. I've been fortunate enough. I I finished uh, sixth, seventh, and eighth in AOY standings this year. I've man, I've had a real slow start this year. But this northern swing that we're going to, you know, the big smallmouth, the light line, yeah. clear water. Um, that's right up my alley, yeah. so I can't wait to finish strong. It's interesting. Why Why do you think you excel so much for smallmouth? You know, I, I think every smallmouth tournament we've had, I mean, I've done really well. And, and, again, it just goes back to California. A lot of people have seen, you know, the big spotted bass we catch there in northern California, deep. Uh, man-made reservoirs where there's literally 150, 200 feet of water out in front of these dams. Um, and of course, ri- river systems, yeah. ultra-clear water we have up there in Northern California. And, uh, you know, we've always called them uh, big little fish. I'm able to catch big little fish, uh, you know, those three- and four-pound fish that carry you a long way in a smallmouth yeah. tournament. Um you know, I love, I'm not afraid of throwing six-pound test line and, and ultra-bitty baits, uh, little three-inch spark sheds yep. and, and, and hair jigs and crappie baits and stuff like that. I'm not afraid to do that stuff. 
Whereas the Alabama guys, the Georgia, the Florida guys, they look at me like, what are you doing? <laughs> Good friend of mine, Cliff Crochet from Louisiana. Mama said. Yeah, yeah, Mama, Mama said. Ike, Ike Live's a devil. The devil. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Cliff Crochet, we'll see him this week at the, at the Ike Foundation tournament. Uh, man, every time I hand him a spinning rod, you know, just the, you know, the prettiest, you know, mega bass spinning rod, you know, the super light spinning reel, six pound test line. I hand it to him and he's like, he throws it in the grass, man. And he's like, give me my flipping stick and my braid and I'll go fish, I'll go fish largemouth. I'm like, you do that in the back of my head. I'm like, Cliff, come on, buddy. Yeah. Like, learn, man. You know, yeah. and uh, and you know that's what it is. Is I'm real comfortable fishing those those brown fish in that clear water. Yeah, I, I love it. I love it. I yeah, can't I, wait. yeah, absolutely. I can't It'd be wait. fun. It'd be fun. Talk a little bit about because I know we've got a lot of people watching that have went through similar season that you've went yeah. through up to this point, and yep. I have too. You know, it's it, it, there's like two dudes in the entire sport. That have never went through a bad season, and everybody else has had that. Yeah. Talk a little bit about your mindset, because I, I think people watching can learn from. Yeah, it. absolutely. Talk a little bit about your mindset. Yeah. You know, you know whether whether it's club level fishing, um, opens level fishing, or elite series fishing, um, momentum is a huge thing. You talk about it all the time. You hear it on the Bass University all the time. Momentum's everything. And unfortunately, this year, the first two tournaments we've had. Um, I went out there with zero help. Um, you know, I saw on the schedule, you know, the lakes that were on the schedule. Um, I figured, you know, I'll do pretty well there. And, uh, you know, I just fished off the whim, and I had two bombs right off the bat. 90th place, 98th place, whatever it was, right, right. off the bat. So the third, fourth, fifth, sixth tournament, I totally felt like, man, i got to make up for these first two tournaments. And every tournament I fished, it, it, it felt like, oh, man, i got to make up, you know, 100 points this tournament right now and it seemed like you know the third fourth and fifth tournament i was just trying to play catch up and really i was falling further and further back behind and i really in the back of my mind um you know now i look back at it and i think man you know you should have just looked at it you know at you know the long haul of it you know the next three or four tournaments just place in the top 30 just place in the top 40 and you'll be right where you need to be right whereas you know it seemed like every tournament i was fishing i felt like i had to make up those points right then right now and that exactly and that goes against everything i tell people you know you take it one step at a time one day at a time one fish at a time and by the end of the season, you're going to be right where you want to be. Right. Instead of getting in a rush, getting in a hurry, you know, thinking, you know, thinking ahead of yourself and just taking it one step at a time. I tell her all the time, no bad days. Have no bad days, and at and at the end of the season, you'll be in the top ten in points or whatever it right. might be. So one day at a time, one fish at a time. And it seems like the last three or four tournaments, I yeah. totally went against that lesson learned, and that's where I'm at now. Yeah. So it's um, it's so weird because I think. So much of this sport, it, the, the subconscious plays mm-hmm. so much of yes. a role, yep. you know, because I look back at some of my worst years ever, and I look and I, I don't feel like I did anything different than I did in my best years ever. Yeah. But sub, somewhere in my subconscious, I think what what's what you just said is so true, right? You have a couple bad events, and then you start questioning your decisions. Absolutely. Where you start swinging more than you should be swinging. Yep. And then that does kind of snowball. Man, you know? it just throws you off time, and you're off time, and you, again, you start second guessing yourself. It's uh, you've been through it, you know. Greats like Skeet and and some of these other guys. Kevin even had that had a bad year or two, 
Um, but, you know, when you're in that trench, you know, when you're there, it is so hard to get out of it. But it only takes one day, one tournament, and sometimes one fish. Catch an eight-pounder, oh, my gosh, and then you start feeding off that. And then yeah. all of a sudden, you're up and up and up and up. So, yeah. And the other thing, too, is is taking, a you know, these breaks that we have. We've had a six-week break. Um, going out and fun fishing and getting the fun back into it. Yes. Refresh. Yeah, refresh. Exactly. Yeah. And getting back into it. And, you know, I, I spent some time when you guys were at Oneida, I spent some time on Lake Ontario. Just a fun day of fishing by myself. I was a little selfish, just by myself, catching big smallmouth. And that's what it takes to bring the fun back into it. Yeah. Well, I, I always said this, and, and I think it's it's it happens to everybody. I think it's going to happen to you. I think this northern swing, oh, yeah. you're going to turn around. But. The best way to get out of a slump is to fish through it. Mm-hmm. You yeah. gotta keep fishing. You just gotta keep at it, and then you you catch that wave again. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I know that's gonna happen to you. Cool. Let me thank everybody for tuning in tonight. Uh, Brian the Carpenter, I think we're gonna take a short break. When we come back, we got a lot of show left, Beck. A lot. When we come back, we're gonna be talking a little bit to Pat Renwick from Straycast. Also gonna be uh, cornering a surprise guest. And after that, hang in there with us. We're going to be announcing the pairings for the Ike Live Foundation Celebrity Pro-Am. Hang in there with us when we come back. I'm more Ike Live. Yeah. Hi folks, Justin Hoffman here for Justin Hoffman Outdoors. Now today I want to share with you a cool new product that recently landed on my desk. It's actually a fish attractant. Now it's called Liquid Mayhem. It's made by Rage Fish Attractants, which is a brand new Ontario company, um, which just recently uh, showcased this product at ICAST this past spring. Um, Now it actually comes in three different varieties. There's a bass variety, which is made with 100% real crayfish. There's a walleye variety, which you can see right here, which is made with 100% real minnows. And then there's a pike and musky variety, which is made with real um, panfish. So the stuff that's in this bottle is actually a a natural food source that these fish will actually prey on. Um, Now, if you're like me, uh, we have lots of fish scent in the boat. And uh, the reason why I love fish scent is, especially when I'm fishing plastics, um, I'm fishing slow, cold fronts, anything like that is, um, first of all, it masks any of those neutral or offensive odors that we've actually put onto the bait. And secondly, it uh, tastes and smells like a real food source. So it gives you those few extra seconds when a fish actually grabs your bait Um, It holds on to that bait, and it gives you time to set the hook. So I always use them. I religiously use them, and I've used a ton of them over the years. Now, if you're like me, you've got fish scent, which are generally water-based, and they're generally in a spray bottle. Now, the problem with spray bottles is uh, any sort of a wind, the spray goes everywhere. It gets in the boat. It gets in the water, and it doesn't actually really get coverage of the lure. Now, the cool thing about this is being a squeeze tube, all the fish scent gets exactly where you want it to be. None of the stuff gets on your hands. Um, It's actually a red color, so you can see um, exactly where the scent goes on your bait. You can see when you need to actually recharge that bait again. So what I'm going to showcase right now is I'm going to put a bit of uh, scent on a a lure. I'm going to take 10, 15 casts uh, right here, and I'm going to show you how well this stuff sticks onto your bait. So join me in a minute. So I'm going to apply some of this fish scent on just to give you a demonstration on how well this stuff actually sticks to your bait. So cool thing is, like I said, it's red in color, so you can see where you'd apply it. 
you can see right there, I, I put on a lot more than I normally would use, but just, just to, uh, to demonstrate. So you can probably see there the red color on both the craws. And I'm going to do a bunch of casts, and then I'm going to show you the scent still on the lure afterwards. So. So that was 10 casts. Um, in normal situations, as if you're flipping a flipping jig, and as you can see, that stuff is still all stuck on there. You can see it all on my finger there. So the cool thing, the smell of this stuff is potent, potent stuff. As I say, you don't need much on your bait. Um, a tube like that is going to last you a long, long time. And the best thing that I like about this stuff is it sticks to your bait. This is super sticky. Um, I find that I'm only replying it, oh, maybe every 50 casts something to that and as you can see there's 10 casts that attractant is all stuck on there so it's just as potent as it was when you first put it on so anyways folks just thought i'd share with you brand new product ontario product um and one that i actually know that it works i've been having phenomenal days out here with the largemouth i've been putting this on religiously and i've been getting bit like crazy so check it out liquid mayhem by rage fish attractants i'll put the web address on at the end of this video and um go out and get yourself some great fish Thanks for watching, Justin Hoffman Outdoors, and we'll see you with another video or some more tips next time.